Welcome to the Reseller Recovery Podcast, where we invite you to hang out with us, relax, and reflect on your week. All things talked about in this video are strictly our opinions and should not be considered professional advice. Please do not spread hate to anyone anywhere. Well, hello, everyone. It has been a while since we have done a podcast. I feel like it's been like a month. It's been a while. Yeah, three to four weeks. Um, So we're happy to be back. We had back-to-back vacations and, yeah, was not prepared to get ahead of it and have some episodes out but glad to be back and we have a lot to talk about today so we are ready yeah let's get into it question of the day how do i get faster at listing i have gotten this question a lot since we did a live in which we talked about kind of our timing and how much we think we're able to get done like a range of listings per hour and so since then we've had a lot of people asking how do they get listings done faster because Um, They are not where they want to be at. So we're going to answer that question today, at least in our own experiences. I had a quote for today. I've got some ready for next time. I'm prepared this time. I know. Jordan bought it for me. It was very nice of her. Um, But I have one today I was going to read, and it is from Mark Cuban, which I love him. Um, And it says, it's not about money or your connections. It's the willingness to outwork and outlearn everyone else. And I thought that that was pretty on point for um reselling in general i know a lot of people say well you guys only do as well as what you do because you're on youtube when in reality most of our our viewers aren't the ones who are actually purchasing items it's just continuously pushing continuously listing and being adaptable um and i liked that it talked about like outworking and outlearning everybody else the more knowledge you get the more you spend time researching the better you're going to get and the better you get the more likely you are to outlast some of the other people who just don't put in the same amount of effort yeah, it's really the only way to get better and to be successful at listing. And yet it is uh, the one concept that most people don't seem to get. Yeah, I liked that one. So what's new in the reselling world? We actually have had a lot since it's been about a month, um, but I condense it down into a few things. Uh, number one, we had an eBay seller update that just came out. And to me, it was a little... Uh, Well, it was just that it was little. (laughs) Um, Usually with eBay seller updates, there's like a lot more information. I felt like this one was just kind of like touching on stuff it already had before. And really the only takeaways um, that I had from it were two things. One was they're still working on receiving immediate payment from buyers. So they're still rolling that out to everybody working on it, but Clearly the problem is still not solved. Um, But I would say, I mean, have you noticed, I've noticed a significant um, decrease over the last like, I don't know, like four months maybe in the amount of awaiting payment. Yeah, we also had the like trial run version. I know we did uh, Kat, the Nurse Flippers live not that long ago. She said she hadn't even seen it yet. So it seemed like they were still just piloting it out. We'd been doing it for at least a few months now. It has definitely made a huge drop in the amount of, um, I guess, awaiting payment orders that we've been having. Um, And all the ones that we have had are older. So we should go through and change all of those to require immediate payment. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it is rolled out to everybody, but if at the bottom of your listing, there should be a little box and it says require immediate payment. So if you guys see that, I would definitely press it because why would you... Why would you not want to do that, you know? Um, And then also, if you're not, if you don't have that option yet, or if you're someone who really struggles with that and you haven't already set up like 
automatic case resolution, um, you can do so in your preferences and it basically automates that if someone doesn't pay within so many days, we personally choose the shortest time frame available so that we can get it resolved faster. Um, but you can choose, I think we have like after two days of non-payment, it automatically creates a case on the buyer. And then after two days after the case opens, they automatically cancel that order and relist it for us, which has uh, been really nice. Yeah. Um, the big update, probably the biggest update um, that was honestly kind of a shock for me because I hadn't heard of it until someone actually reached out to me on Instagram, one of you guys, and mentioned that basically USPS shipping is changing, like dropped a bomb. And I was like, what are you talking about? I haven't heard of this at all. Um, looked it up, it was true. And then it was like the next day, eBay sent a message out on it. But eBay has not been very forthcoming on this information and it starts July 9th, which is in a few days. And yeah. they just now this week sent out a message to their eBay sellers. So I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm a little concerned. So if you guys missed it, and if you are someone who ships on other platforms using USPS, you might wanna listen to this one. Um, basically they created a new shipping service called USPS Ground Advantage, which in short terms is eliminating first class packaging and ground packaging and combining them into this one new service. Now, if you're hearing this and you're panicking like I did, because you heard that first class shipping is going away, um, it's not as scary as it sounds once you read um, into the details. And if I can find it, I will drop a link down below um, of the article that I read about it. But essentially it is basically like a modified version of first class. Um, but the scary thing is, what do you do about your current eBay listings that have first class put on it. And we read a little bit about it. We're still kind of confused on it, but my understanding is that any shipping labels that you print within, I think they said maybe 30 days, um, if they're first class and they're purchased under first class, will automatically convert them to the new ground advantage. They weren't very forthcoming as to what you do with your current active listings. So we're still working on that and we're gonna see if there's a way to convert everything over. But I would imagine that out of all the eBay users on eBay, it's gonna be a problem for a lot of people and they're gonna have to have a quick workaround. So uh, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But if you haven't heard about it yet, like we didn't, and a bombshell just you know went off as you're watching this, um, definitely want to look up USPS Ground Advantage. Um, we just opened up, or I just opened up channel memberships on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Um, and I wanted to mention it here. We have had a lot of people ask how they can support not only this channel, but like what we're doing here at the office, because, um, you know, it's not just me, Nikki's on these videos and now the girls are on the videos as well. And they're really helping out you guys by being on the lives and answering questions. And so people have asked for a way to give back essentially to all of the free information that we're giving out. So if you were looking for a way, we have now opened up channel memberships. We actually have five, five channel members already. That's exciting. Which is pretty cool. Um, so it's basically just a way to give back. It's a, a monthly, I think I have it set to $4.99 and you can offer exclusive perks. So far we just have custom emojis. 
I was um, trying to pull them up, but it doesn't want to let me show them. But they're on my Instagram if you want to pull up that I was post. trying. It's just not loading. Oh. the heck's wrong with your phone? I don't know. I even put my, my Wi-Fi back on. <laughs> Hold on. I'll find them eventually. But we created custom emojis. It would only let us do four, but we have some pretty cool custom emojis that you guys might want to use um, that you would get as a perk for signing up. But not pushing it on to anyone. It's just essentially a way to support us for those of you that have asked. And thank you to, to those of you that have signed up. <gasps> There's a Tina! <laughs> I was so excited to show you guys this. So, yes, there is a Tina and it's a llama. And he's she's going... <laughs> And then we have a stack of Lego blocks for factor stacking, tacos for margarita time, and sub for substantial. We've got some other ideas, yeah. but we could only do four so far. So as we unlock, we <laughs> unlock some new ones, we've got some more funny ones coming for you. Yeah. And we can't wait. I will use Tina all the time. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for those of you that have signed up for the channel memberships. It does help out what we're doing here and allows myself and also anyone on these videos to step away from the reselling business a little bit to help out you guys. So thank you so much. Um, and lastly, new in the reselling world, maybe not new, but new to me, my sister actually contacted me. I mentioned this on a live and she had an eBay scammer and essentially she sold an item to someone, they automatically said it was item not as described. So when that happens, eBay automatically approves a return, right? So they approve the return, she gets the item, she gets the package back, but it's not the same item that she sent the buyer. She's fighting with eBay to, you know, basically say that this buyer is a scammer and get her money back. Because when you do an INAT, it forces all these things through. And eBay basically told her, sorry, we only focus on the tracking, not the item inside. Which, before I move on with the story, how do you feel about that? That's, I mean, I get where they're coming from in the aspect that, like, it's really hard for them to verify that it's the correct item that got back or if it's not the correct item. So I can see them saying, I got the item back. It was returned. We're releasing the funds that it is what it is. Because it's just as easy for the seller, I guess, to True. lie. Um, but it definitely seems like eBay needs to put something else in place where maybe you could, like, upload a photo of the item that you received and show i don't know i guess like, people could still make it up like you could still just go in your closet and take a picture of like anything else Whatever. and you know and, and do that but i think it's a lot harder for like i think more steps would have had to have happened for the seller in this case to scam the buyer um than it is for what clearly happened which is the buyer scamming the seller so ebay definitely needs to do something about it um, because I thought that that was just going to be a one-off scenario when we mentioned that. Um, mm -hmm. But after that live, a bunch of you commented and messaged me privately over on Instagram and said, hey, there are actually people on YouTube who are essentially like extreme cheapskates, which I'm not saying they're all doing this, but like a extreme cheapskate channels. Think of that like realm. And they're making videos titled how to get free items on eBay. If I was eBay, <laughs> I think I would like sue them. Yeah. For fraud. They should. They should. Um, so it, it's just, it's crazy. Um, You'd think that there would only be allowed to be so many claims of like, like say I did that three times. You would think that at some point eBay would be like, look, 
this consistently keeps happening. We keep having sellers reach out and say, I'm not getting the right item back, that they would like ban the account of some sort in that way. But I don't, I don't know if they have like a checks and balances on that or not. But you'd think that there would be so many like three strikes you're out kind of thing, which sucks for those buyers be, or those sellers because then that's three different people potentially that just got SOL. Plus, what if they buy yeah. something really expensive? Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like like a couple hundred dollar item and then they just get it and sell it themselves. Yeah. Um, I actually just today got a comment from someone who commented on the video and said basically the same thing. Help, I just sold something to someone they returned up, but they didn't return the same item. So like, I guess it is way more common right now than I realize and is becoming a huge problem. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I will go to, I will go to a very dark place and it will have bars. Hopefully that doesn't happen to us or to any more of you. Uh, but I will tell you there is, um, a happy outline a, a, what is it a silver lining um because <laughs> outline <laughs> i um checked in with my sister later and i was like hey whatever happened to this because i suggested um contacting ebay for business on facebook anytime i can't get the re resolution i need directly through ebay so weird contact them on facebook always works so she did reach out to them and they got it resolved for her. I'm not sure what the resolution was. So I don't know if they refunded both her and the buyer because sometimes they do that. We should call her. Yeah, we should ask her what ended up happening there. But um, if you guys have this happen to you, definitely report the buyer um, and then get a hold of eBay for business so that they can get that resolved for you. And if any of you see any of these videos on YouTube, please, please, please report those videos of those people who are essentially teaching others to scam because it is fraud, it is illegal, and those videos need taken down. Send us the link, Instagram it to me, and I will spam it everywhere I can find, and we will get them taken down. <laughs> yeah, that is, uh, that's just not right, but apparently it's becoming a major issue, and I wanted to share it here so that you guys were aware. On to the mean comments section. Um, I don't really have any one mean comment. And honestly, this is more like a concept than anything because I don't want to share direct comments on here. Nikki has no idea what I'm about to say. I'm really disappointed that you don't have a good comment. Oh, I, I need one. I have comments, but I wasn't going to dive into each one individually. You'll still like the concept. Okay. <laughs> okay. So in the reseller community, this has been going on for like a year, um, but now is actually started to affect my channel. And it's basically, I, I'm sure it happens in other communities, but specifically in the reseller community, reseller content creators are getting accused of copying other reseller content creators, whether they are thumbnails, concepts, video ideas, um, podcast ideas even on some um so i guess just as a general concept <laughs> how do you feel about that how would you feel if someone came to us in a video and said wow i can't believe you just made this thrift haul you totally just stole this idea and thumbnail from pick another so channel so. well here's what i'm gonna say I didn't realize that concepts for videos were trademarked 
and that you couldn't reuse them because I feel like you could go on TV, YouTube, the internet and find 500 videos, movies, TV shows about the same thing. Like I'm thinking like I'm into those cop shows, right? How many freaking cop shows are on what is it? True crime and like everything else. It's all the same thing. It's just a different region, a different place, like a slightly different concept, slightly different characters. Like the whole world, there's only so many ideas out there and everybody kind of filters through them. Um, so, like, I get where you're coming from. Yes, it might be annoying to watch the same video, like, 15 times. But at the same time, like, if you've already watched one and you already feel like you've got the concept, move on. Um, but as far as, like, copying somebody, I think there are shitty ways. Oh, sorry. I think there are crappy ways. See, I told you. <laughs> get myself in trouble. I'm crappy filtered. ways. Um, that you could intentionally copy somebody. Yeah. Like, if, you know, I don't know. I'm drawing. Here, guys, ready? If this is your thumbnail, and the thumbnail has, like, a flower here. Oh, God. And this has a tree. And then this one has a sun. And every, and then you're like, I'm gonna steal that. Like, okay, yeah, that's probably pretty cut and dry, right? But, like, just because you put a tree on your thumbnail doesn't mean you're copying Joe Schmo down the street. Like, there's just only so many, I guess, ideas that you can eventually come up with that, that there probably are going to be things that you're going to do to, like, overlap somebody, and it might be unintentional. Um, as far as, like, copying ideas, what do you want me to talk about? Like, <laughs> why are you <laughs> laughing? It's the truth, though. Like, this is a reselling channel. Like... Do you want me to talk about how, like, you engineer clothing? Like, no. We're talking about reselling. Reselling's pretty cut and dry. Any job you do, there's there's essentially certain things, tasks, jobs, um, activities that you do, and you talk about them. If we were engineering cars, the same thing would apply. There's a lot of things that are going to overlap, and everybody has different ways to investigate or to talk about or to share videos on. I'm not complaining. Go go to YouTube right now and Google, like, how to reset my car oil life for blah, 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 whatever car you drive. And tell me you don't come up with 30 videos of the same damn thing. <laughs> Am I wrong, though? No, you're not. Those are, those are my thoughts exactly. So, the first time I ever heard about this, like, copying thing, like... They're I accusing you of copying somebody? I'll get there. Please the, do. The first <laughs> the first time I'd heard about this, because, like, I guess I'm naive to a lot of stuff going on. Because, like, even though I have social media, Bless you. I am not frequently on social media. So, you know, I have threads that I follow or topics that I follow. But as far as, like, everything going on in the world or, like, reseller drama, like, I really don't see a lot of it. So I'm, I'm a little bit naive to it. So the first time this happened was probably, I want to say, like a year to um, two years ago. And it, it had nothing to do with me. It was two very popular reseller content creators whose names I'm not going to say. Joe and Schmo. Joe and Schmo. And Schmo made a thumbnail that looked identical, but obviously their own picture to another Joe's reseller content creator's thumbnail. And I think they might've even had the same title. Um, and so 
I came across it because people were making videos because one of them got really mad. I mean, I kind of get that. They got mad and it was like, I think it was like a thumbnail or a video from like two months ago even. And they were like, you copied X, Y, and Z and yada, yada, yada. And the other person was like, dude, I don't even, like, I really did, honestly didn't mean to. There's only so many concepts. Like, we all kind of have the same thumbnails. Like, I mean, I get it, but, like, if it was the exact same thing with the exact same title, you can't tell me they didn't know. I don't think that they did. Because I have done stuff, and I truly, like, everything that we do, thumbnails, um, titles, I make those things up. I don't copy them from somebody else. And I can tell you that stuff that I have made is, like, very 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 similar yeah but very similar and exactly the same with the exact titles like there i could see maybe i could see where maybe they would be upset that if it was exactly the same that's what i'm saying you end up with like a flower and a tree and a sun and it's labeled like summer in ohio like that's a stretch. Maybe. It, Maybe. Not saying it can't happen, but just saying, like, that's a stretch. Yeah. I personally didn't feel like they were copying. The original, like, thumbnail person made a big stink on it publicly on social media, called the other person out, in my view, didn't give the other person even a chance to respond. Yeah. And eventually they ended up taking it down and... You know, again, there was a bunch of drama over it. Um, so that was my first taste into it. And I was like, back then, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I could totally see how you would accidentally have the same title. You would accidentally have the same thumbnail. Like, it is very coincidental that they were, like, all re- lined up, really spot on. But I could honestly see it happening, especially now as a content creator. So I'll give you an example of one that happened with us lately. This first was one. No. Because if it's me, they're really messed up because I don't even, I didn't even know what a podcast was until like a month ago. And no. I only YouTube videos I watch are yours. No. This, on my TV. This first one actually um, is from, I would consider them like a reseller friend. And they, Friends. they were all in, um, it was all in good fun. Like it wasn't oh. nasty or negative, but they sent this to me. And so I have a thumbnail which I will pop up here on the screen where I, it was like a slow sales week and I was like this and in the thumbnail. And then I had yellow font lettering. They sent me a screenshot because on their eBay suggested videos, side by side was my thumbnail and Mr. Beast's thumbnail, which is like a popular. I know who he is. Okay. My kid watches him. We were both doing this with like the same lettering like it looked like an identical Hmm. thumbnail now obviously he's not in the reseller community right and i was like oh my god (laughs) and so i was like maybe i should try that next time i'm like that guy's really popular honest like have no i don't even watch mr beast i just found out who he was like six months ago to be honest with you but Hmm. i found it hilarious because our thumbnails looked almost identical what if he copied your whose was what? posted first uh, I'm, i don't know we need i to, just posted mine so we need to do some research i doubt mr beast is looking at my channel i'm just saying <laughs> what if it is what if he just all like that's a, or his like team oh that's pretty cool i'm not saying that for real. i'm just saying like it could it could, could be. be but yeah 
I just found it hilarious. And I'm telling you that the thumbnails, they looked identical. And I was like, oh, like, okay, I can see how this kind of stuff can happen. Uh, similarly, but more negatively, we had a comment the other day. I can't even remember what the video was about. Um, but somebody commented and said, did we steal this from, and then they said some name. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I assume it was like another podcast name or um, like a video content creator or something. But for some reason, all of a sudden, people are accusing other people of copying content. And I just found it very interesting because it's just the likelihood of that happening is very likely. Even, you know, in your drawing, I mean, I'm looking back to my thumbnail with Miss, Mr. Beast and I'm like, wow, like it's almost identical. That could happen. What did we steal from somebody else? I'd have to go back and pull the comment up. It was like, I think they were trying to claim that we were copying like a, a concept of a video. Like we were talking about different things and maybe our outline lined up with whatever. I don't even know what they said. I don't know who that is, but they were like, did we steal this from, and then put it up. Well, if you wanted to know, we typed this up five minutes ago and we were not on anything other than, uh, I was on, I, I did steal my quotes from Google, if you want to know. I search, searched a not very nice word, B-A, self-employment quotes, if you want to do some re-Googling <laughs> on that. Uh, my tips are handwritten. Quote. I hand-wrote those myself. Um, Kaylee typed this, but we didn't steal it from anywhere either. Um, maybe you need to start handwriting everything. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. I just Copyright it. I just thought it was very interesting and I'm not only seeing it on my channel but I'm also seeing like the comments on um, some other content creators channels about that and I just thought it was so funny because how I mean it is very likely that we're all gonna have similar content heck I even had another content creator take my thumbnail and quite literally paste their face onto my face and mm -hmm. use it as a thumbnail Yumbo. <laughs> and guess who didn't get upset about it me I didn't get upset. I thought it was hilarious. And so just this concept of stealing other people's ideas and all this stuff, it's just like, I don't know. It's crazy. But I don't know what you guys' thoughts are on that, but I thought I would bring it up since apparently um, it is going around. All right. So topic of the day and question of the day, how do I get faster at listing? I've been talking a lot, so I am going to let you get started on this and okay. I'll chime in. Well, I'm gonna skip yours because okay. I didn't write those. Um, maybe some of them will be the same, but I'm gonna read you what I wrote, handwritten on my own little pieces of paper here. Um, so I wanted to add some like photo stuff in here, but I didn't because we were specifically talking about the listing piece and not necessarily the photographing piece. So I'm gonna focus more on the listing, actual listing side. Um, the first thing I said, which I know Kaylee has on her list, is a distraction-free zone or distraction-free area. Um, I think that's the first thing you can do. Have a set time. Make sure you're on your own and, like, be kind of in your own quiet, peaceful area. If you need music, turn it on. Do whatever you need to do to get yourself in the zone to get shit done. Um, two is to bulk upload your drafts. So I think Kaylee had that on here as well. Um, so we... Are you... Wait, wait, wait. Are you copying me? Probably. <laughs> 
She probably, yeah. Actually, she asked me. Okay. Um, I'm going to stab this pen in your eyeball. <laughs> but bulk upload your drafts. So we have this spreadsheet that we've been using. We were originally like way back when coming back and then like hand entering every single one back in and then recomping them. And that was just a mess. So we started doing a spreadsheet, which the spreadsheet has been like huge. You can essentially just like upload a bunch of stuff. For us, it includes the title. It includes the SKU. It includes the description and the price, I think are the four things that it includes. Um, and then after that, my other thing was bulk editing. Um, so now that you've kind of got your drafts up there and you've got the shell, you can go in and bulk edit as much as what you can. So we go in and we bulk edit shipping types. Um, we'll put first class on pretty much everything. Then you only have to change the things that are heavier than a pound or, you know, anything along those lines. We go ahead and put in the shipping dimensions. Same thing applies unless it's priority over a pound. The dimensions are going to stay the same. We can bulk edit all the descriptions to already say, like, great pre-owned condition. Then the only thing we have to do is, is change that if it's, like, good or poor, which we generally don't buy things that are poor. Um... But that saves you. So you might type that. You'll type it one time. And if you're doing 60 listings, that saves you yeah. 59 times of typing great pre-owned condition. <coughs> and then essentially anything along those lines that you want to do. Uh, we do like handling time. We do the required payment now. Um, things like that. Anything that you can do that all of your listings will be the same. We, we go ahead and bulk edit. You do it one time. It'll cover all those listings. You won't have to do it more than once. Some people do business policies. I just know we're going to get a comment um, of somebody going, yeah, you can do all that in business policies. I hate business policies. I, I can never get it to work. Um, but if you're somebody that understands it, doesn't have any issues with it, then use it. But if you're like me and you hate business policies, um, this is essentially doing the same thing and a way around it. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about, I kind of did this in order of how you would do the draft. So you've now got your shells open. You've got everything bulk edited that you can. The next thing we, I wanted to talk about before you upload your photos is bulk rotating your photos mm -hmm. in the drive or in the um, folder on your computer. So for me, I take all my photos, I plug it in, connect to my computer, I drag everything over. And then I'm going to go in the folder and anything that needs rotated left, I'm going to go ahead and control click on all the ones that need to be right click or rotate counterclockwise. And then anything that needs to be shifted to the right, I'm going to do the same thing and then rotate again to clock or clockwise. Um, and that saves you from uploading and then having to like click into the item and then click it and then save it and then hit done and then move on to the next one. So saves you a lot of clicks that way. It allows you to do it all at one time and it does it all before you upload. Um, the next thing was going to be using split screen. Um, so when we go to do upload our photos, um, some of us will do two screens, one on each side, one that has the photos there and then one that has the drafts. Um, some of us will use like our phone and have our phone open um, and just use that to kind of reference and then click through it. Um, but the biggest thing I'm going to tell you is don't rely, and I'm kind of contradicting myself here, but don't rely on the bulk editor for uploading photos. I've noticed that that you have to wait for every single one to keep loading. We will open up, like I said, the gallery, look through what items are which. We open all the tabs up across the top of the other tab. 
then you can just start on that first tag, drag and drop your items in, click the next tab, drag and drop, next tab, drag and drop. You don't have to save any of them, you just leave them all open. Then once you've gotten clear to the end and you've dragged all the photos over and dropped them, you just click back to the first one and then you can start through your listings and then start processing through them while the rest of them are still like spinning and loading. You're not stuck waiting for all of them to load. The split screen method is also going to help you with searching for any styles you may need to. Um, if you like say have a free people and you need to search like an OB or something rather than like losing your tab and clicking out and trying to figure out which one you're on again you can just have one up on the side already um the other thing i kind of shouted back out with photo sessions is to make sure that you have a full and efficient photo session if while you're doing your listing you consistently don't have a material tag you don't have a brand tag you forgot a measurement you forgot to take your weight photo now you have to stop over and over and over again to either go get that measurement to write that you're missing something or to save it and have to come back to it um, so make sure that you're efficient do all the photos that you need to have done when you're done when it goes in a bag put it in the bag forget about it don't go back to it we're not going back for any reason move forward um, once you've done that, you do your title. Once you've done your title, you pre-fill out all the sections for the drop-downs that you can. So there's some little click boxes at the top you can do that will pre-fill everything. Um, you can take out any ones you don't want to, but that's going to fill out the majority of the drop-downs, especially the required that you have to have. Use those when you can, but make sure that your title and your category are correct first. Otherwise, you'll cause yourself some issues. And the last one I had was if you have a super hard draft or an item that you're really hung up on, just move on. Leave that for last, scoot by, um, get as many of the other ones done that you can, haul through it. Maybe by the time you get back to that one, you might have done something similar. You feel better about it. You've had some time to kind of think about it in the back of your mind and you're able to move on. That's a lot, but those were my Dang. tips and tricks. Those are really good. I really like the one about multi-selecting um, and like the rotating them all at once i haven't tried that yet but i need to you should it's it's killer yeah i'll have to try that um well along those same lines i did have a few extras to give you guys um first one i just wanted to say is like don't compare yourself to other people i think there's healthy comparisons and then there's most of the time not healthy comparisons so we're all on different uh, reselling journeys. We've all had a lot more practice. Our setups look different and our models look different. And so when we made that video and, you know, we got some questions about listing faster, um, there were a lot of people who were discouraged because the numbers that, you know, we put out um, were, we said, you know, you, you should be at X if you want to be super efficient or you could be at X or this is where we're at per hour. And it discouraged a lot of people. And then there were some people that were like, I do huh, like two, I know, twice my that God. an hour. And I was like, good for you. Somebody said that and I was like, there is no way. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it, when I first started, it took me an hour to do one listing. Um, now- it's about like me. <laughs> <laughs> now I can, you know, frequently do a lot more than that, but it takes time and a lot of times it takes years but if you focus on um, the methods that we're telling you or you know whatever is most efficient for your space you can get there a lot more quickly and that's why we share these tips but um, don't get discouraged just understand that it does take a lot of practice and 
what I'm seeing is a lot of people get discouraged so then they try something else to try and make it faster then they're discouraged because it doesn't work so then they try something else then they're discouraged and they keep like trying a million things and they never get good at it you know what that's called the flopping fish yeah when you no seriously when you flop between methods so fast that you never really give your method a chance to really work yeah the flopping fish it's like you're flung out of water and you're just trying to make it Maybe that should be the title. The Flopping Fish. Flopping Fish. See? Originality. This is where that comes from. (laughs) Don't copy me. You can pick somebody else to strive to be like, not me. Okay, so that that might make the title um, or the thumbnail. But um, yeah, the Flopping Fish. That is a great, a great way to put it because yeah, when you keep changing, you're never gonna get good at it. Um, So practice really does make perfect. Pick one way, try it, give it like a month. If it still doesn't work, then maybe try another method. Um, Something people also don't do is like, think through their options before they decide to try something. They just hear a new topic and they're like, I'm gonna try it. Let's do it. Yeah, so really think through what your options are before you decide to go with one. Um, Something Nikki and I do pretty much every single year, and it's very scary and yet oddly satisfying at the same time, is we get out our whiteboard or a big piece of paper and we type out every single process that we do during listing. Well, not just listing, but other stuff, but specifically speaking about listings. Get yourself a piece of paper, sit down, and literally write every single little step down, like to the minute detail. So, for example, right now, if I were going to go list stuff, I would write down, I walk over to our sourced items tote, and I bring the tote back there. That's one step. Then I pull them out and I put them on a hanger. That's second step. And so you go through these minute details and then when you're all done and you got them all laid out, then you start looking at, okay, what can I cross off this list? How can I start eliminating things? And I think when we first did this, we had like, it it was like a whole whiteboard, college size, like whiteboard, like it filled a wall basically. And I think we probably cut like almost half at that time. And so every year we're doing this and we're figuring out what can we cut out. And I bet if you guys did this, you would see in your steps things that you could cut out. And in simple terms, the trick to listing things faster is to do it the most simple way. Mm -hmm. Cut as many steps out as you can. So write everything down and eliminate as many processes as you can. And then while you are looking at those processes, ask yourself, am I, touching everything more than once. If it can be avoided, if you're, you know, I'm trying to think of an example that maybe we've had in the past. I know one. When we would start, we had a scale that was battery powered. And so when we would turn it on, well, we would take the photos, we would get back to the scale, but the scale would be turned off. So we'd have to turn the scale back on, wait, put the item on and weigh it, and then it would happen every single item. So we finally learned we are gonna get a plug-in scale that doesn't turn off. So um, just little things like that where you're touching things more than once are all things that can be eliminated. So look at your list and see what you can do. Um, The uh, spreadsheet 
that's a huge example of handling something once. Yeah. I mean, you think about, like, not discrediting what you're saying, but just thinking about, like, the scale. It was a second an item. You do 120 items, okay, you're looking at two minutes. Like, it's nothing, nothing super dramatic, right? But you think about the sourcing spreadsheet. We were going to the store... I mean, and we were spending hours in the store comping stuff. And then I would come back and I'd go to put drafts in for our photographer at the time when we had things separately. And we realized that, you know, I was spending three, four hours putting stuff in and recomping it. Well, you know, I should be able... Now we just upload the spreadsheet. It takes us 15 minutes. The comping's already there. The girls don't even have to put it on a line. It's just done and it's ready to go. Uh, I mean, we're saving three to four hours. I mean, they're alone. Um, and then on that same line, you know, I just, just mentioned even, um, originally our tasks being split up. We used to have me draft. We had a photographer that, that came in and just did the photos and uploaded them. And then we had a lister. We noticed that if we didn't have the same person doing the draft as we had doing the photographs, that there were flaws and things that were missed. And we had to end up going back and editing them again. And most times by that point, we had them on eBay, List Perfectly, yeah. and Poshmark. So then we had to edit multiple times. So, Yeah, and that kind of goes along with getting two problems before they arise um, and trying to look ahead and see if I, if I do this step at the beginning of my process, can I eliminate some other steps? Um, one great example are flaws. If you're at a thrift store taking five seconds, looking the item over and making sure that there aren't flaws before you add them um, into your cart. Because if you bring it home and then you realize there's a flaw, you have to second guess everything, possibly wash the item, where you could have just left it in the first place. So anything you can do to eliminate problems before they arise is also going to help you as well. Can you think of any other eliminate before they arise kind of things? I'm sure there's a ton of them, but. I mean, we kind of already talked about it, but even like photographing when you're making sure you have all your photos. That's why you might yeah. notice in some of our listings, we have a like no brand tag or no material tag, like little sheet that we take photos of. Um, I can't tell you how many times we used to have to go back, find the item, dig it out of the tote, pull it out of the bag, take it back over to find out that it didn't even have a material tag in the first place. Right. So um, just having a card that is like, honestly a mental reminder for us hey, we don't have it. It also helps with questions down the line, right? So a buyer comes back and says, hey, what's the material on that? We're not sending, you know, Marley over to go answer customer questions and to find out that it didn't have one in the first place. She's just going, realizing that it has a no material tag and saying, hey, unfortunately, I don't know. It feels like this. Yeah, those are some good examples. Um, We kind of already touched on this, but doing bulk actions as much as possible. So grouping together similar tasks. Um, So meaning if you've got 25 items to list, don't take photos of one, finish the listing, and then go back to the next item, photo that item, list it. Um, Do all of your photos together, then sit down and complete the listings. Um, Even if you break it up into chunks, at least get as much bulk done as possible because transition time really matters too. Mm -hmm. Um, But you're going to save a lot, a lot of time if you're doing things uh, in bulk. And then just looking at your setup, proximity of everything can make a huge, huge difference. So if you're photographing an item and then you're going to a table at the other corner of the room to fold the item, put it in a bag and then put it away, you know, that's a huge problem. How can you eliminate taking that many steps? 
Um, I think you've kind of said before you want to do like a circular photography station, right? So that you're you're going in a circle basically in your same little spot and you're not having to go all around the room and it's kind of cyclical in that way and you're doing the same thing as a rotation. Don't have it be so big that you have to take two or three steps back to get to something. You know, if I'm doing my photos, this is my photo wall and I have to take six steps back to my rack every time I need a new item, that's adding time. Put that rack right behind you, you know, as far back as what you need to take your photos adequately, but close enough that you can hang up one item, take your photos, do what you need to do, and then just turn, reach back, grab your next one, and then hang. Um, we do a lot of like leaning, mm-hmm. where we're not really moving our feet a whole lot, but you lean forward, hang it on the wall, take your photos, blah, 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 blah. Lean forward, take it off, fold it up, do whatever you gotta do, put it away, and then lean back, grab your next one, lean forward, hang it up, so that you're not constantly taking like six steps to. Yeah. Yeah, so work like a dance. Work on your proximity dance. Your boot and scoot and buggy dance. <laughs> and then last tip, um, unless Nikki has thought of some more before we end it, um, oh, ma'am. is just to already know what your options are on your listing platforms are before you start listing. And this is huge, especially on eBay. So eBay has a lot of drop downs. Poshmark does too. So if you're on Poshmark, this is helpful as well. But you gotta already know what is going to be in those drop downs before you click on the drop down because you gotta know what you're gonna click so you're not second guessing. You feel confident in the choices that you're making. Um, I know I just put out a video on sleeve types. So everyone that watched that video who retained the information now, instead of spending five minutes going, okay, what, what sleeve type is this? And I gotta look it up. You know, they did the research ahead of time. Um, either by looking it up or watching that video and now they're going to feel confident on that drop down and it's going to take a second Um, and that can make a tremendous difference Um, and i think people are just afraid to google things we made some um charts for the girls at one point and they can literally just like put them on the wall right where they're sitting doing their listings so if they get confused and don't know they can literally just look up and say okay these are my sleeve types uh looks most like this one this is what it is and then they move on you yeah. could do the same thing for your home office or your your listing area too. People really want you to make those. <laughs> it's much easier. If I easier. could steal the photos, I would. Right. It's just a challenge. I guess. What if I like printed them and then just drew them myself? Is that considered copying and cheating? Nah, it's called tracing. I'm not tracing. I draw them right myself. Pad. <laughs> I'm not talking about like tracing it with the light i'm just saying like if i had it sitting here and here and i was like this is a bell sleeve yeah you could do that i'll do it for you unless you drop it in the comments and say I'm, it's cheating if i get one cheating comment about writing it up for you i'm not making them and you can suffer you can all <laughs> suffer by yourselves <laughs> that'll uh, be the next thing yeah it probably would be easiest if you guys just made your own copy and paste sheets and you know for personal use um but figure out those drop downs if you got to make a cheap sheet for yourself do it but we can definitely tell you based on experience that investing time up front on something it sucks in the beginning anything you do that you change or you have to invest time on but it makes 
everything easier after that. And so uh, find the willpower to do the things up front ahead of time that you need to do. Force yourself to do it so it becomes a habit and listing will be a lot easier and a lot faster. Hope you guys learned a lot today. Yeah. I feel like that was good. Yeah. We literally went from having no freaking clue what we were doing to, and then Kaylee's <laughs> like, let's talk about how to, to list faster. Everybody keeps asking me about that. And I was like, huh, I got to think about it. And I did. And I thought a whole page of notes by myself. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, we're constantly learning to list faster too. So these are a collection of things that uh, we have learned and gathered over the years and by no means were we this fast and I still don't think we're the fastest we could be but by no means were we this fast like even a year ago. Um, oh god no. Yeah could could we have gone through these tips with you so um, if you guys have any other suggestions drop them down below help each other out down in the chat um, but yeah that's all we have for you guys today if you're not already and you would like to be don't forget to subscribe down below if you are on YouTube and if you're listening on Spotify you should you know, go over to YouTube and subscribe to see some of the other videos. That's all I have. Bye. Bye. Do we have to do the hearts? <laughs> they can't see it now.